right, everybody, what's happening? What's good? Happy New Year. This is Rob Dean, the place to be. Starting off a new spinoff series at the Diggy A2 platform called The New Class. Now, The New Class is what we have decided to do to showcase independent artists um, at different levels of their career. Um, and we have chosen the first one to start this series off with Hida Castro. Now, if you have not heard of Hida Castro, you need to do your homework. This brother is up and coming. Actually, to what I would think, he's already arrived. He's just trying to get to the next plateau with his music and his entertainment career. So he decided to spend some time with us. Uh, so I'm truly blessed, truly humble. But to give you a little bit of background of what Hedda Castro has done, he has worked with Snow the Product, one of the hottest female rappers that I've seen in a really, really long time out of the West Coast. He's worked with Dynasty. He's worked with Skinny from the Nine. He's done two movies. He's got mad singles out there. You guys go out there and check out Hitta Castro. Um, some of the singles that I like that I pulled out from his catalog was What's the Move, I Need You, and I think one of the new ones he did called Body Calling. I like that. Real smooth, real sexy. Um, I love that joint, man. So I had the honor and distinct privilege of bringing in Hitta Castro to come and spend some time uh, with us on this platform. And for you all to get a feel for Hitta Castro, and this is uh, an exclusive interview as well too there'll be some things i'm going to ask uh that he has not been asked before so i'm really really excited about that so i'm um, let me bring him in and hit a castro what is good my dude what's happening and introduce what's, yourself to the folks man what's good homie what's going on world? what's going on well let's hit a castro man we live in here yeah, man, we in the building. Hit the Castro's in the building. Uh, so nice. for my audience, Hit the Castro, can you just uh, introduce yourself? Uh, really give us a little bit of background of where you from, how you get started in this in this entertainment biz, and then we'll get on going from there, yo. Well, I'm Hit the Castro. I'm a Puerto Rican rapper, artist, and I'm originally born in Massachusetts but raised in California. That's what's up, man. And, you know, like I tell folks all the time, this is, this is a mad inside joke. But y'all know the queen, Jess Dalby. She's Puerto Rican, too. And I tell everybody, like, yo, I'm Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm married yeah. to Puerto Rican. So I'm Puerto yeah. Rican, too. You know what I mean? I like Arroz Gondulas. I like Benil. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It just gets right. So I know, too. So, But I'm, I'm totally kidding, Amanda. But but yo, uh, <laughs> real talk, Hit of Castro. I'm glad that you spend time with us today, man. Like, uh, Happy New Year. All the, all the many Definitely. blessings to you, man. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to jump right into it. And the first question that I want to ask you and for our audience is you make like all different kinds of genres of music. Um, Correct, I've heard I a little bit of, of reggaeton, a little hip hop, a little R&B, a um, little bit of pop even I've heard of some of your stuff. So what is your favorite type of music that you like to create for yourself? For myself, it's dance music because dance music has no age. Everyone is able to dance if you got that right song. So I yeah. like doing that type of music. Yeah, dance music is dope. Like, are you talking like EDM or just like something to keep the crowd more, moving? Yeah, yeah, more like Caribbean. But I could do that in the Spanish when I do my Spanish collabs too. It's where it's like more of like a like a like an Afro type of beat. Yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that. I think it's always good. Um, anytime you can keep the crowd moving, you know what I mean? Keep the crowd going, and I think that's great. Do you find a lot of that when you do live performances where the crowd, uh, the crowd reacts to you more when you're doing like dance, uh, like dance music and things like that, or is that just? The, 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 it all depends. It all depends on the crowd. So when I go to other venues, I always try to make sure what my crowd is going to be so I can deliver them the right performances that they want. Sometimes people don't want to hear that certain song. They want to hear this song from me. So I always try to match 
what I'm going to be doing for my performances. But there are some performances where they, they only want all the dancers. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, man. And I love dance music. I love, I like, like the, I'm like kind of one of those, this is going to sound crazy, right? But I listen to a lot of um, Hispanic music, but I love salsa music, like old school salsa music. Not, like, not the new stuff. I'm talking about like the 70s and the, like the late 80s, like the old school stuff. And people look at me like, yo, you, Vera, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I like the old school stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just weird like that. But yeah, I got a whole playlist of like, like Latin music and it's all old school like salsa music and they're like yo you don't want to update to the new stuff i'm like nah man i like the old school feel yeah man. the like, classic is what with the like. horns and the and the feel you know what i mean like you can't recreate that them old school cats knew what they were doing with that caribbean music man like yeah definitely so, man yeah man love to puerto rican music <laughs> man and just island music in general though you know what i mean like i think this shit is dope but all right so with that in mind, uh, so you like to create dance music depending upon the kind of mood you're in. I want to talk about next about your creative process. What is your creative process? How do you approach creating music? So right now, it's the way I do it now is different than how I used to do it. I have to have the beat talks to me because I realized when I used to just get on a beat and I don't really feel it, I just write a record and then it's just a record. But I noticed when I actually feel it and the beat talks to me and then I get into this crazy zone, the record gets more noticed and people like that record more. So now yeah. I just make sure that the beat is talking to me and I got my team around me and we focus on that right beat and then we'll be able to do it. So like I, I have gotten beats where it's like, it's not talking to me at the moment, so I'm going to save that beat for later. But this beat is talking to me now. I'm feeling it, it's vibing, let's get it. And then that song takes off and, then, and a lot of people like it. And I notice when I do it that way, it's just more better for my my supporters and fans because they're getting the real of me and they're not getting like just a rush record. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So is there anything else you need in the studio to like kind of jolt that creative process, whether it's, you know, smoking a little bit, drinking a little bit, having certain people around you or anything else that can influence your creative process? Well, I don't drink and okay. I don't smoke. Oh, OK. <laughs> so, well, OK. That's what's up. Yeah. I used to smoke when I was when I was younger, but not no more. Um, I I normally just have my team, so it'll be like my producer, it'll be it'll be my manager, it'll probably be like my son, but I, I keep like a small circle in my in the studio, you yeah. know. Yeah, I feel that man, cause uh, yeah, well, me and me and the queen, you know, our circle is about that big, and that's probably tighter Thanks. than that. So yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's probably yeah. tighter than that. So I, I get it, man. <laughs> like you got to keep the the uh, the people around you. You know what I always thought about, man? Like. Um, people around you that are positive thinkers and people that are pushing. Like, you know, one of the songs you made uh, was What's the Move? Like, what's the move is like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, what yes. what are we doing next? And that's kind of like our mantra too. Like, what is it? Okay, I've done this already. What's next? Like, I love that about you, man, because you're hungry, you're a young lion. And I appreciate that about you, man. Like, you're always like looking at what's next, with, whether it's collaboration, whether it's a show, or whether it's uh, an artist you want to collaborate with. Like, I love that about you, man. So that's that's dope, man. That's really, Not really definitely, dope. definitely. I read a lot right. of books and, uh, about entrepreneurs and how they succeed, and, and, and they just got to keep moving. So that's why I try to have that mindset and just keep moving. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. You can't stay stagnant, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Especially in today's time, because if you stay stagnant, you get left behind, and you definitely don't want that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know what I mean? So, all right. Now, here is the next question. This one's going to make you think a little bit. Let's talk right. about hip-hop and hip-hop music, hip-hop culture for a second. What do you think is about, what are your, is your opinion, rather, about the state of hip-hop in 2020, uh, going into 2021? What do you think the state of hip-hop? Are we in good shape right now? Are we on life support? 
What is your take on the state of hip hop right now? Hip hop music. So so okay. So we have to talk about the, the definition of hip hop because when I was growing up, just like how you was growing up, we was listening to the KRS One. We was listening to like people who was really spitting, telling stories with bars. Now it's more different. So kids nowadays think the hip hop now is hip hop, but we don't think that that's hip hop because we're more of versatile delivery storytelling with bars now it's not that so in my opinion i feel like hip-hop will always be hip-hop because of our our legends but everything does increase in time and everything does change so i still feel like the music nowadays some music can still get me going i'm like yeah i rock with this you know what i mean but there's a lot of music that i just do not listen to at all yeah at all so it's like I look at hip hop as like it, it, it involves, but you still gotta have some of that classic style. But I don't yeah. feel like it's dead, but because we still have some lyrical artists out now who still want to bring it alive. But a lot of people nowadays don't want to hear that, so they want to hear what's now popping. So, yeah, you bring up an excellent point, um, and I think that. For anyone that considers themselves a hip hop head or a hip hop artist, you know, there's a difference between hip hop and rap. And Correct. sometimes you got to break that down for some people like, yo, rap is like the braggadocio. I got all of my money and cars and ladies. Hip hop is the culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like hip hop is about lyricism. And, you know, the, we talked about the five elements of hip hop a while back, you know, with the graffiti and breakdancing and like the DJ, the MC, like, you know what I mean? Like that is the essence of hip hop. Now. Correct. With that in mind, though, I don't see a lot of that nowadays, and I'm not mad at that, to be honest with you. I think hip-hop, like you mentioned, it evolved. It evolved to what it is now. So, you know, there is a, there's, just, there's some young cats. You know, we don't name no names, you know what I'm saying? There's some cats that I do like right now, like you mentioned. Correct. There's a lot of cats I don't like. Um, but I think there are a few artists, you know, artists like yourself that are multi-genre. You know what I mean? You don't put yourself in a box. You make hip-hop music, yes, but I also do these other things as well, too. So I think that's the way to go if you want to be an entertainer. Uh, it's just don't put yourself in a box, man. Like, do do hip-hop, do reggaeton, do all kinds of different things. Of course, you, you want to be great at one thing, but you want to be good at others. But I wanted to if you get your opinion about the state of hip-hop, because depending upon who you ask, a lot of people consider it on life support. I've heard cats said hip-hop is still dead. I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that, man. I still think there's yeah. some folks that are really getting it, getting after it, you know what I mean? Keeping the culture alive, but it's just different. That's all it is, man. It's just no, different. It, it, def it definitely it definitely is different. This is my motto that I live by every day that I, when I create music. If I only just stick with just rap, and I walk into a room and there's five executives, only two of them may listen to rap. So now I just lost three other deals. So if I could bring a, 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 a variety of music, I could probably get four out of those five. Yep. So that's my motto. I'm like, I cannot just stay in one box. I have to literally do everything and perfect it. So if I do get that opportunity, they'll be like, this person is such a marketable artist and we can do him in anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's kind of like having the, the mindset of different streams of, uh, of revenue, right? You don't want to have like one source of income. You want to have different sources of income come from all the different directions. And if you put yourself in a box, you're limiting yourself and your potential. So I definitely agree with that analogy, man. That's that's dope, man. 
That's spot on, yo. Um, so let's talk about something else, man. A question I'm sure that a lot of the ladies that are watching right now are interested in. <laughs> okay. You seem really popular with the ladies, my dude. You know what I mean? I've seen I, you I doing am. your thing. And so, like, are you married? Are you single? Are you seeing somebody? Like, uh, how was, and, you know, one of the things I do want to say before I even get into that is you sure. have a lot of respect for the ladies as well, too. So I do I do want to put that out there for our audience uh, that Hitta has a tremendous respect for ladies and females in hip-hop. So I definitely want to put that premise out there before we yeah. even get started with that question. So before we dive into that. But what is it, man? What is it? What is your, your take with the ladies, man? I know you're a ladies' man right now. So how has that world been like for you, bro? Well, it, it's different because I, I'm married. I'm Word. married, about to go on two years. And, and I'm blessed to have a wife who's so supportive and understanding that the music I do sometimes bring a lot of female fans. Yeah. So what I try to do is I just try to be as neutral as possible and show decent amount of love and respect for, the, for my supporters, but not too much to where they feel like, hey, I'm trying to get with them or none of that other type of stuff because I support my relationship and I, and I want to also show off like, you can be a rapper and be married because a lot of people in this industry feels like you have to be single. You have to be single to pop. And I, I don't feel like that that's right. It's like, like, you know, you got a right lady who's holding you down. You want to show her off. You want to let people know like, nah, that's, that's the reason who's making me happy right now. Let's, 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 let's show relationship goals. Yeah, I, I think that's super, super important, man. So, so shout out to you, man, in two years of marriage. I know it's tough. Uh, I, I know it ain't easy. Uh, me and Jess been married 10 years and counting. So I know my dude, I, I've walked that path. Uh, but you know what, man, like to, to be honest with you, like it's, it's always, you know, I know it's a kind of cliche kind of thing to say, but you know, behind every strong man is a strong woman. I maybe a stronger woman. Cause Jessica does everything for me. Like I'll, she tells me where to be. Like I'm here. You know, she like, she does all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I couldn't be successful if it wasn't for her having a bigger vision for this platform. You know what I mean? So I definitely want to give a shout out to her for sure. Uh, meet and have her meet with you. And, you know, and I do want to understand how much of an importance of a good woman is in your life. So definitely, definitely. And that is, that is true because when you are with a girl who doesn't support and has like, their own mindset trying to do your music can cause a lot more stress because you're with someone who doesn't understand and becomes a problem so when you get someone who really supports and really understands your grind and becomes like a teamwork that that emotion and feeling is like wow like i could literally kill a whole album right now because i got you right next to me yes versus dang i gotta get home because this one's tripping or this one's that like you know <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely hear you, man. So mad respect to you for that, man. And I appreciate your your humbleness in regards to that as well, too, and have respect for, for your wife and for your family, man. So mad, mad love for you, homie. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Now, the last question, and what I think is the most important question of this interview is the future. What does the future look like for Hitta Castro? What are going to be some of the short-term, long-term goals? What are some of the projects you're currently working on? What do you want people when they watch this interview to know that you're working on going into the future? Okay, well, I first want to start off by saying real entrepreneurs do not tell what they're about to do because they want to shock the world. But because I'm giving this an exclusive straight on this podcast, I'm gonna explain certain of the things that I'm gonna be doing. So I got a um, another film project that was offered to me. So hopefully everything goes well and 2021 becomes a good year as far as COVID where I'll be able to work on this next movie project. Right. So I'll be filming in another movie. 
I'm going to be doing a Kuwait tour. I'm going to be going to Kuwait, doing a lot of Middle East shows and working with a lot of Middle East artists. So that's going to be really, really, really huge for me. And I have like a few singles that I feel like is going to take off. And I'm actually going to do just exclusively for your podcast. I'm going to show a sample of one of those songs later. All right, that's what's up, man. So y'all heard it first. Here the castle dropping some new new on the DGA2 podcast, man. We're gonna say that for the end. I'm excited about that. Uh, that's gonna be dope, man. I can't wait for that, man. But to wrap things up, here the Castro, I just want to give you an opportunity to get some shout outs, man. Like, who do you want to give thanks to to your success in your career? Um, who do you want to see see this podcast or hear it or listen to it, whichever one you, whichever platform you're looking at it on? Uh, this is your time, sir, to give thanks to those that help you get to where you are right now. So the floor is yours, my good sir. All right. Well, I first want to start off by giving a shout out to my wife, Michelle Castro. I love you, man. I love the support we have and we're going to keep pushing it. I want to support this platform. Word. Because I feel like this platform right here is giving opportunities for upcoming artists to, to get a voice. So I definitely want to give a shout out to you and your Word, queen. Man. Appreciate it, I honey. I want to give a shout out to my manager, King Bags, my producer, Three Fotino. My other producer, LSD Beats, and my brother, who's also my graphic designer, Abdallah. That's what's up, man. Hey, we appreciate you, man. And and I don't never take over it. So one of these days, Hitta Castro, I'm gonna have you on the podcast episode. One of these days, I, I got a feeling the season three that's gonna drop in March. We'll we'll stay in touch. I know you're gonna be on the road doing your thing by that time, but. Season three is going to be mean. It's real mean, man. But, you know, like you said, you know, gangsters moving silence. I don't really talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah, to let that drop and let everybody know what's going on with that when they when they see that. But, yeah, season three is going to be mean for the podcast this season. But I want to give you the opportunity to, to give the world a little bit of snippet of what you're working on behind the scenes right now, yo. So give us a, oh, just, a little, so just a little, just a little, you know what I'm saying? Just a little, little taste, a little... A little taste of something, little, something little of what taste. you got going on, yo. So this one right here is going to be coming out mid-2021. It's called Stad Session. The music video visual is bananas. So I'm going to give you guys a little sample of it. All right. Yeah, we out here. Shitting on them, man. I don't think they ready, dog. I don't think they ready. <laughs> yeah, that fast session is gonna set a whole tone. Yo, that's hitting hard, man. Yo, that's 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 gonna be mean. I'm looking forward to that, man. And of course, um, so to go along with that, before we close things out, is there gonna be like um singles you're gonna be dropping like that? Is there an EP coming or just, just gonna be correct? Just... So so all of 2021, I'm just gonna focus on singles because I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be really too busy. But the thing that I did, I worked so much that all these singles I already recorded this year. I meant last up. year. That's what's I, up. I recorded last year to release this year because I already know I'm going to be on the road a lot. So I'm going to be dropping a song for all the couples out there called R.O.D. And that's going to that's gonna take off. I got Spaz Session. 
I got this dance record where it's going to take off. Like, I got a lot of singles that's going to be coming out for 2021 with visuals. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, Hit Castro, much love to you and your family, your success. I hope you can get all the success you can handle. Make sure to come back and visit with us, man, when we drop the podcast yeah, episodes, man. man. I'd love to have you back on, uh, giving you, uh, giving us your perspective on certain artists that we showcase. But today was all about Hit Castro, so hit him up. Drop your social media on a one time real quick for our homie real quick before you close things out. My Instagram is Hitacastro, H-I-T-T-A-C-A-S-T-R-O. That's the same as my Twitter. All right. My YouTube is Hitazone, H-I-T-T-A-Z-O-N-E. And my Facebook is Hitamusic. All right, we're going to have all those links in the description in this video. Y'all hit up Hit Castro. If you wait, it's going to be too late. It's going to be, y'all are going to be famous. It's going to be too late by the time you catch on. All right, but yo, shout out to you, Hit Shout out to our fans, followers, and supporters. Shout out to the Diggy 2 movement. And of course, as always, shout out to hip hop. Y'all be easy and safe. 100. Let's get it. Uh -huh.